This is Derek Moyer, and welcome to the Freedom Fighter Podcast. Welcome, guys, to the Freedom Fighter Podcast. I hope you're all good in this, the Christmas week. Just starting our podcast this week with a wee question. How is your heart? With all the stress, with the rushing, with the busyness of this time, it's important to just take a breath. Jesus invites us into an unburdened life. Not to worry. Not to carry upsets, burdens, anxieties. Come to me, he says, and I will give you rest. What a tremendous promise. So in the run up to this Christmas, this Christmas week, Lord, we come to you and we give everyone, we give everything in our lives to you. We lay down the burdens. I've got a great privilege today to be interviewing our friend and uh, fellow worker, Debbie O'Brien, works with Broken Chains, uh, a partner partner organisation for us at the Freedom Fighters. Uh, you know, working with working with working together to rescue uh, and reach hearts that are broken and addicted and needing needing released. So, Debbie, how are you doing today? I'm good, thank you, Derek. I'm good to enjoy that week quite week quite time because I'm saying, how is my heart today? Mm. And he's in your heart as it's supposed to be. It's not mm. that big thistle in that bad wire anymore. So enjoy that. Yeah. And that, you know, that experience there, even that couple of minutes, that has been that's been the, the foundation, the the basis of our connection 
that you know we've created a space for quiet that's actually opened up a whole new uh, a whole new wardrobe as the as C.S. Lewis would put it, but a whole new world, a whole new realm. And uh, you've been journeying with us, uh, you know, but with the keys to freedom has been the last eight months. And I mean, you're, you personally, uh, the, 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 the way you've applied yourself and your personal experience with this content has been, it's been nothing short of miraculous. Mm-hmm. of how it is worked out in your life. So, you know, getting this chance to, uh, to allow others to hear a wee bit of your journey through that and, and, and to encourage them um, is it's a joy, I have to say. A joy, it's been a joy to work with you. It's been a joy to see, see you know, the changes taking place. And I am, as I say, I'm, I've got so much hope for you, you know, what that's going to mean for, for others through you. So, yeah, so over to you. I'm, I mean, your journey of the keys to freedom, what, what's, what's, what's the thing that's in your heart or something that you, you, feel, you feel God was leading you to share on? You know, just share a wee bit of your experience. First of all, you see, there, the word I keep getting with them is it's miraculous. Mm. It's absolutely miraculous. And it's been life, life transformational. It's really transformed um, not just my recovery, mm. not just my recovery, um, it's transformed my life. And I see it's transforming the lives of my children and people that's caring about me. And I've got that much hope that it'll transform other people's life. And I cling on to that wee bit, see that wee tiny bit of faith, that wee bit of hope. And yeah. I just say, I don't brag and shout about it, but what's miraculous about it is other people can see in you something that you can't see in yourself. And other people ask me, I mean, I just tell them a wee couple of things that we've done in it. Um, I so need that. I so want mm-hmm. that. So I've got so much hope that it's going mm-hmm. to help so many other people. So mm-hmm. I, look, I look forward to witnessing transformation in other people's. It's beautiful. It's beautiful. Absolutely beautiful. My my first encounter with you through Charles, you know, you you met uh, you met you knew Charles historically, uh, and then you met him at a funeral of your of your ex. Mm-hmm. My son's dad. My son's dad. dad. Charles, Charles came to take his funeral with mm-hmm. baseball, so it was in a bit of a crisis. It was in a bit of a crisis. Mm-hmm. So when Charles came to Charles came to take the eulogy mm. um, my son's dad funeral I was still trapped in a addiction mm. uh, I was trapped in addiction and I was traumatised absolutely traumatised um, and I've got all this grief and I didn't know how to, to cope with the grief and I believe I've been grieving all my life I believe I've been grieving all my life and I could uh, I wouldn't even say get free for it Derek I could cope with it to a an extent and um, use mere services and um, get mere counselling and mere medication, um, go and educate myself better, start striving and striving and striving, mere and I just suppressed it. 
it was just getting suppressed. And then it was the same time. That was 30 years, you've told me, that was 30 year plus of all this cycle of all these external agencies, services, trying to help, but never getting to the root. Is that right? Never, never. Mm. And then the mental health team, the psych team, they were 16. Mm-hmm. I was 16. Been using them, and I have continued. I continued to use them all my life, all my life, all my life, in um, different periods through my life. Um, and to be fair, they've all been, they've all been helpful at the time. They've all been helpful, and they served their purpose. They dealt with what they had in front of them. But um, I'd never been free for it. Never been free. I've never had the, what you spoke about the heart. My heart had never been. I'd never had that rest. Never had the rest. Never. I'm good at now. <laughs> Good that, that's the story and uh, you know it's like if you could put that idea a bottle and sell it <laughs> you know it would uh, be like I'm brew around the world <laughs> yeah. I need my brew uh, yep. but you know so my connection which you connected with Charles and then Charles connected you with your services you met Rachel you met Carmen there was connection there uh, with counselling and then mm. and, and then you started Keys with me that's right. I um, I had been um, at that point. I was finally. I was set free for the addiction. Mm-hmm. I'd been set free for the substances. Um, to say I met the Lord like through Charles, like what I was doing there at Broken Chains and all the rest, and I was free and I was in fellowship. Mm-hmm. Um, that was a big program. part. Twelve steps yeah. fellowship was a big part of stabilising mm-hmm. and, and breaking free yeah, from that, the substances. Yeah, mm-hmm. that, of course, that kind of. Show me we start or just was like hand reduction, cut out was killing you the quickest, maintain and then just get yourself stable and then just get yourself out. It's been a couple of weeks to be fair, Derek. A couple of weeks, that's miraculous too. But I believe I had the Lord in my heart, and it was the Lord that says that's where you need to go mm. uh, to learn about this stuff. And I did, and I was free for the addiction. But uh, when I met you, I was still I was bound, I was totally bound with the grief, uh, more that historical trauma, historical trauma, mm. and I was believing them. Um, I was believing that I wasn't to feel it because I was through a programme. I was through a programme and I was to continually to turn my thoughts to others, but I had that much stuff. My wee heart, my wee heart was just, it was raw. It was absolutely, aye, it was raw. And it, it was, I was, it was, what I'll say, I was ill-advised and I was traumatised. And then I, I kind of come on with you. Mm-hmm. I come on with you and just, and then I'd done a bit of counselling with you. And that was beautiful. Rachel, I loved her. Loved her, that was first person I'd ever spoke to in my life with me, just, you know what, just sit there, just be still, be still, and um, she's praying for me at the other side of the Zoom, this woman's sitting and praying for me, and I'm falling asleep and all that, but to be able to stop that racing mind and the, the pounding heart, the heart really, really pounding, and um, and just to let somebody, to get vulnerable and let somebody do that for me, it was, it was, ah, oh, I was like, I want that, I want to be that for other people, it's beautiful. And then, as I say, we kind of come onto the keys to freedom, done the counselling. Um, we're away in loads of retreats, but then we've done the keys to freedom. We started the keys to freedom, and that's just been the word to use is it's encounters every time, every single time. And I can see stuff and I hear stuff. People can say stuff to me, oh, it's that's trauma, that's this, that's that, that's what addiction does to you, that's the illness. And it can come out my, it can, it can come out my mouth, do you know what I mean? But, um, I'm a person that's going to be taken here to feel it. And Jesus does that for me. He takes me back. He shows me, listen, this is where this stuff's stemming for. 
and uh, that's what the experience at Fort Barn. He'll show me, and I'm a person obviously sometimes I wish I was not but I need to feel it, I need to experience it, and I need to see it for me eyes. I need to see it for me eyes, and then I can say, Whoa, right, this is it, that's it, that's mm -hmm. it, and that's what it does for me. Mm -hmm. Then he says, Me free for you. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I I've been taken aback. We, you know, we. <laughs> We facilitating these encounters and how consistently you have received a, a flood of living water. That's that's the only way you know that we can describe it here because it's like it's like banana the ICU and you've got tubes in you, you know, for all directions, and those tubes are pouring in the essential nutrients and uh, you know, liquids, whatever it is, that, that to make your heart come alive, your, to make your life come alive. Um, and, and you know, so, so to me, it's been like watching how each of these keys, and what you referred to there was the, uh, the, the kind of key around healing lives hurts. Mm. And, and we, through my own journey, when I first done this, I had been given two DVD copies of the movie The Shack. So if you've not heard much of me talking before you're at the beginning of this podcast journey, that was one of the uh, kind of instrumental revelations for me. That 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 experience, you know, really deepened my understanding of the need for this. And and what with that movie, it was a book written by William Young. Paul Young, who wasn't he writing about the religious God he grew up with? He was writing writing about the God who'd healed his heart as a man. And basically, the shack is the place of his greatest pain. It's where his daughter was brutally murdered and abducted and murdered by some sick, sick man. And God invites him to, to go to this shack where his daughter got murdered to meet with God for a, spend a weekend with God. They're going, what? So yeah, that sounds like a crazy idea. But actually, he was inviting him into the place of his greatest pain so that he could be released and healed and restored, cleansed from that. So that experience with me and others can get into tons of detail, but I then encourage the guys which we get into that key over the next five weeks we watch the, the Shack movie. And Debbie, you get you basically got an invitation to go to Port Van for a weekend, which is a Christian caravan site up in uh, up in Argyle. And you had an encounter that is utterly miraculous. It was your own Shack experience, so you can share a wee bit about that if you want. Yeah. It was so I'd been getting Port Van for for months and little did I know the homework that you described there that was coming up was to, I thought, I'll just, I'll just say, I honestly thought the keys to freedom boot, I said, that's written for me. <laughs> it's written, that's how much it, it spoke to me. I went, wow. Um, but it kept saying, port band, port band, and then I got an offer. Somebody says, I can get a caravan to go. I had no clue where it was, had no clue what I was going to do, but we just told in that quiet time, it was port band, port band. So I did it, and when I got there, um, I've, I've wrote, I'd wrote it down as part of the Keys to Freedom book, so just, I write where I go, and it was just, it was beautiful. Um, 
this was just a wee sitting a wee experience, just me alone, because they took my phone for me, I'd no worship music, I've got nothing, no connection, and I'm just, I feel a bit disconnected, it was just sit down, pick up your wee keys to Freedom Book, baby, and sit down, and it was, I, you couldn't write this, because this was the page that it was at, this was the, the devotional that I was doing, and um, I picked it up, and it was just in the quiet time, because I'd, I'd been troubled with what was going on in my family, and family relationships, and Aye, I had a wee bit of trouble what was going on, like just listening to some of the words that was getting spoken over other family members. And um, I'm like, I don't want to involve me, but the reality is the stuff I have to work through. But what he gave me um, back for when I invited him into it is, wow. He says, Debbie, you were an innocent child, trying to be the peacemaker, looking for love, acceptance and approval from a family that could not meet your needs. The family were in so much denial, fear, trauma, resentment, bitterness towards each other. They were trapped by the darkness passed from generation to generation. <laughs> your grandfather knew your, knew your love for him. Only person I ever trusted in my life and my grandfather. Your grandfather, only man. Your grandfather knew your love for him, Debbie. You did the right thing by calling for me on his deathbed. Mm. The last voice he heard was you and the last breath he took was calling out to me and he showed me um that my papa he showed me then i'd forgotten that my papa's deathbed there i was and i was intoxicated with a bible and praying just trying to speak lighter in my wee papa but then he showed me this he showed my papa in a chariot and uh, the armor of me reading the bible at his hospital bed as if he was crossing going and like, wow just this just gets me when i read this um bedside praying from the throat i'd forgot about that and he says to me he went he says debbie we are proud of you we're proud of you, Debbie. I have never left you. And I sent him the night of the incident um, and the attempt had been put in my life and I got woke up out of coma. Um, he says, and I called you then, Debbie. He says, but you allowed your gran to sway your judgment. And he was, he was at the foot of my bed. Jesus was at the foot of my bed in that hospital bed in 2001. And I'd woke up, it was quite a really violent attack. And, um, and there he was, at the foot of my bed. And he's going like, come here. But I allowed my wee granny was here and the police was here and um, he allowed them to he allowed them to sway your judgment and he says that's not who you are you're a new creation turn the other cheek and your back and the schemers scoffers and the scammers and keep your eyes fixing me I'm your healer I'm your Lord and I'm your redeemer and I'm like wow mm. and that just that, listen that just blew me away it just showed me all the historical um, but you know what it gave me so much compassion for my family so much compassion for my family mm. it really did it was beautiful so much healing for myself mm. so much healing just to know that that my wee papa I'm going and that was a grief that I've held on to for 27 years so I mean that was a grief that had been lying here for 20 that I couldn't speak about because I didn't want to offend um, I didn't want to offend granny or family members beautiful what comes to mind here, I mean, this the profound part of him giving you understanding in that quiet time, giving releasing the trapped judgments we made, the trapped, the trapped agreements that we've made in our head with how we interpreted it all. You know, him giving that light is so profound. What it reminded me was a friend of ours from America. They run, they run retreats similar to the, you know, what we're, what we're uh, 
talking about here, content. And they, they were dealing with this uh, rugby player from, America, uh, from Australia who was, who was you know, a, a professional athlete. His mum was dying of cancer. He couldn't get to her, to, to her quick enough because of the commitments to work. She dies. It's either mum or dad. I think it was mum. The guy had this guilt and shame trapped in him because he wasn't there. And, uh, oh, but this, a friend was saying, when this guy was sharing all this with him, they were praying, and God gave him a vision of his, if his, if his mum and dad were both dead, with him, uh, around him, you know, with, with this sense of, it, 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 it basically bypassed space and time. That's the point. It bypassed space and time to give him a spiritual vision that actually closed the still haunted him. Now, what I'm hearing for yourself is all those years of this wound, this, this unfinished business in a heart, playing out, playing out, playing out. All these services doing their best, helping, medicating, numbing, trying to manage. But but what what you know what that experience you have just said is Jesus is the one who's able to bring a key to each heart and unlock the doors that can bring that bring that healing that the only can only come from from beyond beyond our realm. <laughs> Let's face it. Yeah. Because yep. these people and are no longer in our realm. You know? Exactly. It's something to even like the wee keys to freedom course and that's as it's a key. And I know it's something that you can keep going back to. And he keeps constantly coming with that key. He just keeps constantly coming in. And sometimes I'll be honest it can be the last thing in your mind. To think, and that's why he's got to constantly remind me and say, David, it's very quiet times, it's very times that you're being still. You've like, I don't know, this has just came, but running in that trauma and game I was in, you know, that took me on to the next experience like three months, high alert, trauma, trying my best to strive again, do the good works, and try and be a service to people. And then I think we shared a wee 10 minutes, and what I get set free for that in the next 10 minutes was wow, that's been a um, Another that was like childhood, really, really childhood then into adult and childhood into the teenager then into the adult life, all that historical trauma that, that came trapped in my room about that. And that was me running. That was not just so long ago that took me in. Just when you spoke about the keys there, it made me think about it. Just how he comes into you there in the quiet time and how how he comes teaching everyone is so personal. So personal, but how he knows to come in with the key to me and oh. I don't know, I just, I don't, I really don't have words, because it's just, it's so mind-blowing, and it's so baffling, and it's just, I don't think it's something that I could say to somebody personally, listen, I can share, but again, sometimes when I share with people, you see them kind of get lit up, and I'm saying, I'm going to just want, I just, I want you, I so want you to have this deep-rooted inner healing, the deep, deep, deep-rooted inner healing that I've carried as a, to say something else, this wee course with me, I didn't know how wounded that I was with, like with the father wound. 
the father would be being the fatherless and then my granddad seeking, seeking that father, seeking the brother, seeking all that stuff. Um, but you see that, and he's the key that just comes in and goes like, a wee flick, a wee turn, let him open the key and just that wee turn of the key and he just floods, he just floods you. It's beautiful. It's absolutely, my heart's getting filled with joy that I was thinking about it. It's beautiful. It really is. It's a, you know, the treasure that we think of the, the gifts we pass on to others at Christmas and the, the, the uh, you know, the, the joy of that over our lives when we're children, the expectancy, the anticipation of a, a present. But then as we grow into adults, you know, all these things that we carry, our backpacks mm. full of all this, the, the history of everything that's happened to us, it can beat the utter crap out of us. That's the reality. It beat, beats the heart out of us. It beat, beats us into a, a, just a place of, we forget there's, there's, there's none of that anticipation. But, you know, what you're communicating there, that sense of uh, these treasures that God gives. And, you know, my experience with yourself and others that have came through the 12 steps, what I've continued to st stand on is the 11th step. Mm. So this isn't about a religious experience, as people would term it. It's about, we've done all these steps, and then what we're doing is praying. Uh, through prayer and meditation, we are seeking to improve our conscious contact with God. Praying, then, for the knowledge I'll, I need to know, the knowledge of who, his will, and then the power to carry it out. So if that's real in your life, and if that is a, a desire then there's this sense that what I'm seeing with you and I've seen it with others, I'm sitting with Nan the other day, and I was I was utterly bowled over with it, how, how unique, specific the communication is to each heart. And and, and if, if each person's then going, I'm anticipating this, I, I'm getting the greatest treasures, I'm getting the greatest keys, I'm getting the greatest presents, that actually make me come alive, that give me the light for my life, the, the, the light that leads to life, that gives me the truths that make me free, you know, that that, that direction that, that that brings you into just, the, the, the scripture says in Proverbs 4 about the path of the just is like the first gleam of day. The first, it's just like the, the rise of the sun. It shines brighter and brighter into the full light of day. So the more I'm walking in the light, the brighter it gets, the more light comes, the more truth comes, the more, the more treasure comes to fill my inner life. And I become, you know, we, we become full of our life. It's no longer full of fear, full of past trauma, full of all this stuff that just completely uh, uh, absorbs us and dominates our attention and our, and our hearts. We're, we're flooded, our lives are literally flooded full of light, full of truth. And then we get to live out of that and pass that on to others and keep ourselves free and unpolluted for all that previous stuff. Yeah. And Sorry. on you go. 
what I was getting there and what I was saying there is just as well. I think how the, how this how it's special. As I said this before, is how it's special. Is um, I think when you come from that striving background and you want to be a survivor and you want to be a warrior and you want to be all that stuff and you want to be seen in a certain way and I don't want to be a victim. And um, I think like through getting through the keys, what I take for it is um, was the gentleness. It was just how gentle, um, how intricate, how gentle and just how intricate and just how caring and the word is all use is how sensitive it is. Like and um, how sensitive to each individual heart that was there on it, and that that's the bit that that's the bit that intrigues me. That's the bit that captivates me, and it keeps me saying, "Oh, I want more of this." Um, I think when you've not had that level of honesty to be able to share, this is really what my heart, this is really what my heart yearns for, and this is really what my heart longs for. And um, when you get that personal, you see that the wee personal relationship, they say, well, do you know what, this is me, this, like, right, Jesus, this, this is me, and this is how I actually feel. Um, and just what you receive, what you get back in that, the gentle, gentle way, what I keep getting is saying is, it's quite bizarre because I can look at other people's journey and it's not a comparison, but I look and say, always get it out the darkest corner, shines the brightest light. And that's, you see that when you're sitting there and you're receiving and you're getting light poured into you, you just so want, just so want to shine it. You just so, it just, just make, I could just make, it just makes you say, please, I just, I actually feel at times I'm begging people, please, God, please, please, you, you, I don't say you need to, please, just, you need to try. Just please try. Just be open to it. Just be open to it. Again, I just keep getting it. It's the gentleness there. Honestly, I think when you become quite hard-hearted, Derek, and, and you've had to behave in a certain way, it, it taught me, the keys taught me that level of vulnerability. That level of vulnerability and going, ah, do you know what? It's all right to be. Do you know what? It's actually out of my, out of my weaknesses. Do you know what I mean? My, my weaknesses is that's where my biggest strengths have come. That's where my biggest strengths have come. Mm. And that's not something that came natural to me. I don't think that comes natural to this culture. Mm. To the world, actually. Mm. It's beautiful. Yeah. And it just, it, what pops up for me is the beginning of the keys is about roots and fruits. Mm. Mm. And then we move into hearing God's voice because... Uh, asking for his direction into what's behind it. We can identify the fruits. We can say, this is how I feel. This is how I'm living. My patterns are living out of my life. But that, what a joy it is to actually then make room for God to say, can you reveal to me as, you know what's what's behind what's behind this, and one thing for you is another massive thing has been the forgiveness when we went through the key on forgiveness. Mm-hmm. I mean that that the 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 light that you got, the direction you got, and the right timing, because uh, that was profound. Because your academic ability was you you'd have been through that course and you'd have been through that course in six weeks, <laughs> an eight week course, you'd have been through it. But the timing, because we we you know only following the, the, the script, we were, we were taking the time and letting the journey just play out. And then that key end, we ended up, I remember going back over it with you, with the others. And it was like the things that came up for you in that was like, uh, 
Aye, it, it was it was an amazing, um, uh, you know, opportunity for you, wasn't it? For for that for that breakthrough. Remember that? Yeah. The, aye, the, the forgiveness part as well. Um, that's what I, I remember. Like, as I say again, using all the services, you getting all the knowledge, being consumed with knowledge, being consumed with uh, information, and I'd never. And I see it was like, I remember it was a parcel that spoke to me. I've ended up in this house. How that happened, just through into recovery. And um, I was crippled, absolutely crippled with arthritis. I was crippled by it. And um, and the keys just came at the right times. They said, and it's true, they say about the bitterness drying the bones. Mm. Bitterness, and as soon as nobody had ever taught me through all my, my experience with all the treatments, with all the therapies, with all the rest of it. And, um, and if you'd asked me, I thought, oh, I, I, I accept it. <laughs> Except that I didn't know, I didn't know that me choosing to forgive them was a choice. But the most important part was me having to say to God, listen to that. When I sat there and he told me, listen, I forgive you. Debbie, you're forgiven. Do you mean you're forgiven? Because I've did a lot of stuff that I'm not proud of. But for me to say, you're forgiven. And I know, um, and that's where my gratitude comes, because I know I've been forgiven for Debbie. I know it. He's forgiven me, and it's not just oh, I forgive you today, or I forgive you. You're forgiven, baby. It's done. It's finished. Um, and it's not about me having to run out and make millions of amends. What I thought it was, because mm. loads of fear run about that. Loads of fear, and I was making amends there that I really shouldn't have been making. I really shouldn't have been making. Mm. Um, but it was just him saying to me, "Baby, I, I forgive you with the level of forgiveness that I've ladies gave me." And he says, "So that's how you forgive others. That's how you forgive others. Total." No, just I forgive you a wee bit, um, and it's a choice. Learning that forgiveness is is a choice was just blew my mind. It absolutely blew my mind, and it blew my mind to the point that you know, I can forgive. I don't accept that. I don't think it's. I'm not saying it's it's right. I'm not saying it's right, but I choose to forgive. I choose that freed me up because I was bound. I was bound, totally, totally bound and consumed full of fear, petrified, I've got all these amends to make, and the reality is I'll never be able to make them all, face to face, or personally, or whatever, but getting that wee word for God, and I'm saying to me, listen, you'll make amends where I see fit, no where you see fit, because I was running about making amends, and um, and that, it was Debbie's will, it was Debbie and what I was, what was getting passed on to me, you're going to do this, and I'm running about, and the truth is, I've had to go back and make them again, I had to go back, because it caused me harm, I caused, it was like, you know, it was selfish. I wanted free and fair. I was told, just go make amends and you'll get free for it. And the reality is, I maybe I get free for a couple of days, but was a free name? No. So the day when I'm making amends to somebody, I, I genuinely, I'm not seeking it, but I'm hoping that they, they get the forgiveness that I've got. I'm hoping when I make amends, that's where my amends, that's where my heart's coming for. Is there anything I can do to me, day to make it up to you, for you to get forgiveness? And you know what? I've had some beautiful amends, Derek. I've done this. The biggest one that was binding me. And just to see him. Aye. Just to see him getting. And I seen it right there and then. I seen him getting away something, him receiving something. And I was like, wow. I mean, that, that's what it's all about. I, mean, I can totally wholeheartedly look you in the face and say, listen, forgive. Forgive you. And for him to come back and say it, I was like, wow. Um, I can rest easy at night now. I can go out in my bed with my head in a pillow and just do you know what? Oh, that's it. It's done. It's finished. 
just finished and just tried to be a better person every single day than I was yesterday. And okay, I pray for that for other people, Derry. I pray for other people. That's my biggie. I pray for other people. See to get that forgiveness in their hearts. That forgiveness. And don't know much. Sometimes I don't know what else to pray for them apart from that. Lord, just please give them the willingness to forgive others. The way you forgave me and the way that you've told me to forgive. It's powerful. Powerful. And Debbie, just if I'm going to ask you to pray for that for people, but you know, you've, you've also went on for this journey and went on to do your HNC counselling, which you started the Destiny Christian College up in Glasgow uh, in September there. You know, and, and so that sense of you're not standing still, you're, you're continuing to develop, you're continuing to see the, 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 you know, the need to develop, the need to expand uh, and, and, and renew the mind and, and, and be transformed. It's an ongoing part of part of your journey. So you know the um, you know your your future when when you look at the pattern of where you came from in that short time. It's it's this hasn't just like oh I'm alright now and you know I just I, life 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 is own business as usual. Your life has demonstrated a, an absolute newness, a complete brand new start that's changing and even in what what you know the 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 way you're the way what your time is invested in, what your attention is taken up with, all that has totally transformed and it's now preparing you to be a vessel full of life and, and, and life-giving instruction and help for others. So, you know, anybody listening, that, you know, you encouraged by Debbie's story, but, you know, there's also that part of the inspiration of her story that in that short time, she's also taken, you know, decisive action into you know, the, the next stages of preparation and development for a life to, to you know, that, that's going to really, uh, you know, enhance what our f- future possibilities are. So really take 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 some relief out of Debbie's book with that. So Debbie, thanks a lot. Can, can you just close with prayer? Just praying, you know, that desire for others that you mentioned there. So, Heavenly Father, we just come to you through our Lord and Saviour, Jesus Christ, and we thank you for your darling Holy Spirit. So, Lord, we just ask, we just thank you, we thank you for, we thank you in advance for any person listening to this today, Lord. We thank you in advance for them, Lord, and Lord, I thank you in advance for the healing that you're going to produce in their lives, Lord, and Lord, the restoration, but Lord, I just pray and I just ask anybody listening to this, Lord, that maybe that wee bit of unforgiveness in their heart, or that just pray you grant them the willingness, the willingness, Lord, just to seek that forgiveness, Lord, to seek you to be able to give them the forgiveness, Lord, and just to have that wee, that wee desire to be able to forgive, Lord. But Lord, I pray you bless anybody that's listening to this today, Lord, give them ears to hear and the heart to feel, Lord. Lord, and I just while we're on the subject of recovery, Lord, I pray and they're listening to this, Lord, I pray you bring them their foot to the door of recovery, Lord, to recover and feel life, to recover and feel life, Lord. Lord, we love you and we need you and we thank you for your darling Holy Spirit, Lord, and I just pray, Jesus, I just pray more of you and less of us, more of you and less of us, and I just pray all that in mighty Jesus' name. Amen.
This has been the Freedom Fighter Podcast. Thanks for listening, everybody. If you want to connect with our services or you want more info or details about upcoming events, connect with us online at www.freedomfighter.life or drop us an email at info at freedomfighters.life. Until next time, God bless you.